Grey Wolf Entertainment presents the WWE Elimination Chamber Special with Simon Tackler and Ninja Zua. Welcome everyone to a Grey Wolf Wrestling Special. It is Ninja here and this isn't reliving the war. Today, Simon and I will be talking wrestling in 2024. We went to check out the WWE Elimination Chamber over in Perth. And it was a mega show. In my opinion, it was like a WrestleMania feel. But go out of your way and try and watch it if you haven't seen it already. Uh, now, Simon and I were lucky enough to catch up with some WWE superstars before the chamber. So, without further ado, I'll shut up and let's just get to the interviews. We spoke to the Aussie icon, Grayson Waller, first. And here's what he had to say. We're rolling here with a man who isn't just an Australian pro wrestler or an Australian WWE superstar. He's an Aussie icon, the host of the Grayson Waller Effect. Grayson Waller. What, what, what a day. We just had the press conference. I've got a wet shoe still, the wet sock. But that, that vibe, I always said the Aussie fans bring it different. And that was exactly what I was expecting. That was fantastic. Absolutely. And you were pumping him up. You stole Corey Graves and Michael Cole's job. Yeah. Better job, maybe. I don't understand spending that much money flying these idiots over when the best journalist in the WWE is Grayson Waller. I should have been out there in the press conference. In fact, I was offended that I wasn't asked to be part of it. But I guess that's what we do as Aussies sometimes. If we're, if we're unhappy about something, we actually do something about it. We don't talk about it. That's it. Just take over. You grin and bear it, man. I mean, we've seen you so far. You've been in Sydney. You've been doing the entire media junket. You've actually been doing more miles than Taylor Swift has, quite frankly. I mean, she only kept it to Melbourne in Sydney but you've been continental man yeah I'm not surprised of course she only does half the work you know goes out and what sings the same seven songs that she plays every time I'm not impressed but the truth is everyone's talking about Tay Tay in Sydney big show but the biggest show in Australia this weekend is Elimination Chamber the biggest star this weekend is Grayson Wall the Aussie icon so we ain't worrying about what's happening in Sydney and that's the first time I've ever said that usually I wouldn't disrespect my my home city my, my my favorite place but uh we're putting on a show that no one else can compete with so man everyone's talking about cody rhodes finishing the story doing this doing that i feel that he's trying to get the grayson waller effect rub by you speaking to him tomorrow night at elimination chamber i mean the guy doesn't even want to wrestle he wants to actually sort of bask in your glow a little bit let's talk about this like he's the first ever two-time main roster guest on the grayson waller effect and that's for a reason it's for two things number one because he obviously wants the grayson waller rub too but Number two, I'm all about the biggest stars being on my show. And Cody Rhodes right now, arguably, is the biggest star in the WWE. And I understand he wants to finish his story. He's got this sob story. He's got the crowd cheering for him. I'm so bored of it. It's like you had your chance, you lost. And uh, I think it's time he acknowledges our tribal chief. I think it's time he understands that The Rock is the biggest global star in entertainment. And maybe it's time for him to move aside. The biggest main event in WrestleMania history, Roman Reigns, The Rock. I was so excited. I know a, rest, a lot of wrestling fans were too. But then seven idiots on, on Twitter, you know, who, who still live with their mum, going online complaining. And I'm like, it's just frustrating that we're not going to get the biggest main event of all time. Uh, but, I, but I have a feeling, you know, Cody and Roman is, is, is going to be a spectacle. But I have some questions to ask him about it. Now, Grayson, I want to ask you, we've got a good friend, he works in Sydney for a, mm-hmm. for a company you know well, Rose from PWA. <laughs> oh God, that rang her. Oh, thought I was done with him. We've seen what's happened with you and him in the past, which yeah. happened today with Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I do want to say we also do some commentary. What is it with you and commentators clashing? How do we stay on your good side? I don't, I don't want to... Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm all about talking, and you guys are obviously very good talkers. If you weren't good talkers, you wouldn't be here interviewing me, but... Uh, if you talk the talk, I think you've got to walk the walk too. And I think sometimes, you know, people go a little bit too far. Like, just because you have a microphone in your hands doesn't mean you're on our level. And a guy like Rose, Axel Tough, sitting behind a desk, he looks like Ed Sheeran, ate Ed Sheeran, trying to talk to me like I'm someone. And, and, and I don't mind saying something about that. And, you know, you saw me on Sunrise, same thing. You saw Austin Theory in Western Australia yesterday. Like, what we do is very difficult. 
you know? And we've been flying so much, we're grumpy, we're tired, we've been working out. Like, if people ask disrespectful questions, we have no, no, no problem going back at them. And so far, you guys have done okay. So hopefully we don't get to that stage today. I'm really hoping that. So, so quickly, before we wrap it up, you mentioned your uh, close tag team partner, uh, Austin Theory. A-Town Down Under seems to be a combination that no one seemed to want, but we're getting. What's next for you guys? Tag team gold? Because the Judgment Day have been holding those belts. For a very long time. For a very, very long it, time. But when do you get to have your shot? See, here's the thing. Like, me and Theory, it's... It, it's a natural fit. We're very close friends. I think we're very similar. You know, we're very athletic. We're very handsome. We're very humble. But we get along as pe- I'm teaching him about the Australian culture. I got him listening to Ocean Alley. I got him listening to some Sticky Fingers. He loves the beachy vibes. You know, I've got it taking him around in Australia today. And, and, and he loves this country. And, like, it's nice to be able to travel around all the travel we do with a mate. But uh, I think we're ready to start taking over properly. You know, we've been in big positions. He's been in big positions, obviously beat John Cena at WrestleMania. And whether it's together or individually, like we're always gonna be looking out for each other. And whether that's tag goal, whether it's me, US, maybe it's theory, world champion, who knows? We're, we're gonna make sure we take over the whole company though. I'd say best of luck for the Grayson Wire effect tomorrow, but you don't need any luck. You're gonna have to kill it and uh, good luck at Chamber. We're gonna put on a show, the biggest show in Australia this weekend. Former WWE Universal Champion Kevin Owens was the next cab off the rank and we spoke to him about tattoos and also got his thoughts on NXT. Cool, it's Simon and Ems and we're standing here with former Universal Champion, former US Champ, Intercontinental Champ, Tag Champ and a man who could very soon be the number one contender for the World Heavyweight title, Kevin Owens. I beat my kid at, uh, you know that game, the board game Life? Mm. I beat my son when he was uh, six as well, so that's title you can add to the list. I'm adding that to the list Thank next you. time we chat. Thank you. Let's talk about Elimination Chamber because okay. obviously it's a very brutal match. It's your chance to have another shot at WrestleMania, but your WrestleMania resume is very, very impressive. I mean, mm-hmm. back-to-back main events, one against Stone Cold Steve Austin. We know you're a fan growing up. Take us through that moment where you've actually lived out a childhood dream and another dream of main eventing with one of your closest friends. Yeah, you know, it's very hard to put into words the experiences I've had at WrestleMania. Uh, from the first one I was in, uh, you know, WrestleMania 32 was a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Sami Zayn was in it. Cody Rhodes was in it. You know, uh, it was special to share that with those guys. Now we're all these years later and I was in the ring with Stone Cold. I was in the ring with Sami winning the tag titles against the Usos. Um, ultimately, those things will always go down as uh, just unforgettable memories you know when I'm very old if I make it and, and looking back on my career like those are the things that I'll you know I'll just look back on and, and feel eternally grateful for nice. and when you look at this year's WrestleMania WrestleMania 40 40 it seems like every decade there's always a milestone moment WrestleMania 10 we had Bret Hart winning the WWE title against Yokozuna WrestleMania 20 Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle WrestleMania 30, of course, Daniel Bryan in the triple threat main event. Like, what do you sort of see that 40 has in store? Uh, well, the obvious possibility would be Cody Rhodes finally beating Roman Reigns for the title. Um, however, uh, I feel like there's another pretty serious moment that could go down. Uh, you know, Gunther has been on a run of a lifetime pretty much to me probably as impressive or maybe even more impressive than Roman Reigns' title reign because Gunther has been there every week defending the title and this is no slight on Roman at all. I'm just saying in terms of sheer defense, um, you know, 
uh, Gunther's really uh, doing something special with his title. So whoever challenges him at WrestleMania, if they were to walk out with the Intercontinental title, that's a huge moment on its own, I think. So I think there's a lot, you know, there's, there's a, and Rhea, uh, you know, Rhea's been on, on a roll for the last well, well over a year. Obviously, tomorrow night could be a huge night for her as well. Uh, you know, if she walks in champion, whoever is facing her could have a huge moment in beating her because it's the same kind of thing as Gunther, same kind of thing as Roman. These champions have been champions for a long time. Anybody who beats them, that's going to leave a huge mark on WrestleMania. And like you said, 10, 20, 30, there's always something, some big title change, some big moment. This could, you know, this year could be the same thing. Now, Kev, I want to ask you about something. Last time we spoke, it was at WrestleMania 32. Back then, well, since then, we've both been on a journey that's kind of similar. We've both got more tattoos, more artwork. What was the inspiration to, to add to the collection? Because early on, you only had a couple. Now you've got the sleeve mm -hmm. going. Did it just become an addiction as it went on? Yeah, you know, they're very addictive, as you know. But uh, I just, you know, my right arm is just full of animals that I really <laughs> love, uh, you know, getting to know about and, and, and watching when I get the chance to see them, uh, you know. And my left arm is uh, dinosaur fossils when I was a kid. Before I decided I was going to become a wrestler, the only thing I had any interest in was either taking care of animals or digging up dinosaur bones. So this is just kind of a, it's really just a, 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 a literal uh, picture of my childhood. On, tribute, on my tribute to the wildlife. And on that, we know you're a, a panda enthusiast, but yeah. we're in Australia, the home of the koala bear. Sure. Pandas and koalas, how do they stack up? Uh, well, I've never gotten a chance to hold or hug a panda. Koalas, I get to do that every time I come here. They're great, pretty great. Fantastic breath. Because really? The, the eucalyptus. The eucalyptus. Yeah. Just, so, you know, I, I don't know what pand pandas eat bamboo. I, I don't really know what bamboo smells like. But so far, just be based on the fact that I, I, I've been only able to hold one of them, the koala would have to take the edge. But, uh, you know, pandas are so cute, they could just murder you. That's true. That's an underrated, fa underrated, uh, you know, uh, fact. See, life facts are not just wrestling facts. Uh, before we let you go, Kev, obviously you came up through NXT, and now we're seeing an incredible crop of talent. Uh, Bron Breaker now make, making SmackDown debut. How much did you, did you find, because you had immense amount of experience before you came into WWE, mm -hmm. how much did NXT help, and do you see it evolve and would you like to maybe go back and mix it up with some of the guys there, like we've seen Becky Lynch do, like we've seen Baron Corbin do? Um, sure. I'd love to work with anybody who wants to, you know, learn and, and, and grow. Uh, but I will say that I, uh, you know, when I went to NXT, I had the incredible luck to work uh, under, you know, uh, Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, those guys don't have that chance today, unfortunately. So I think the guys, like, you know, even though we had a lot of experience, me, Sammy, Finn, uh, you know, Becky, those guys, uh, we had a lot of experience going into NXT right away. Getting to have access to Dusty is uh, always going to be a huge advantage on our part. You know, I, I wish those guys there still had access to Dusty. They have access to some incredible coaches from Steve Carino to Robbie Brookside to Matt Bloom to Fit Finley to Norman Smiley and just so many more, the list goes on. So they really have, you know, Terry Taylor, they have every tool at their disposal to become great. Uh, usually the passion is the key factor in whether they do or not. Uh, but the guys you've met, you know, Braun Breaker, uh, the Creed brothers have been doing great. Ivy Nile, like those people that have come up recently, they're, they're special talent and, you know, that's why they're the ones getting the 
get called up, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, but of course, I'd love to go there and work with anybody who, who wants to learn. Absolutely. And I think we're going to wrap it up now. Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, you. hopefully you give Logan Paul a beating. <laughs> I'll do my best. Can't wait. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Women's world champion Rhea Ripley was clearly the focus of the pay-per-view, being Australian. But did you know that her opponent, Nia Jax, was actually born in Australia as well? We took her through the paces and tested to see how Aussie she was. All right, we are standing by with Nia Jax, who tomorrow at the Elimination Chamber in Optus Stadium is going to be taking on Rhea Ripley for the Women's World Championship. Yep. Nia, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Nia, something that a lot of people might not know, and it came up in a radio interview yesterday, actually, is you were born in Australia. Yes, I was born. while everyone's talking about this as a homecoming for Rhea Ripley, yeah. it's kind of also a homecoming for you too. I mean, two Aussie yes. superstars in the Elimination Chamber for a world title. Yeah, Seems that's pretty the good. first ever time that's happened. <laughs> two Australian-born superstars in Australia main eventing. So I think everybody should thank me for making this happen, but whatever, it's fine. Well, I'm the original Australian. You were here first, exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of people bring it up and they say, oh, Rhea is the real Australian WWE superstar. But are you willing to take a very official, very real Australian quiz? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I'm let's down. Do. Okay, so can you tell us what a drop bear is? No. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Give me a hint. What, uh, uh, dangerous. They're dangerous. All right. And, and, I'll, I'll and it's cuddly. A... Yeah. It lives in a tree. Koala. Yes. Koala yeah. bear. We'll count it. That's one. Got it. That's one. Yep. I held right. one today. Can you name one Australian actor? Kylie Minogue. That counts. That she counts. was in Neighbours. She was you. also in yep. Street Fighter the movie. Thank Very you. good. Street Fighter the movie. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay, number three. Can you name the lead singer of the Australian band Cold Chisel? Uh, give me a hint. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. Oh my God, she knows it. She I loves it. Cold Chisel, the most Thank Australian you. band ever. Hello. And then finally, who is the greatest Australian WWE superstar of all time? Nia Jax. Correct. <laughs> I think a clean oh. sweep. It is an absolute <laughs> clean sweep. But no, let's let's talk Elimination Chamber because it is, of course, an app. It's a it's a match that shortens careers. It's a match that is brutal, yep. and what, what, what do those five, those six women that are going into the elimination chamber like? Luckily, you're not in that match. Yeah. But what advice do you have to those women? Because let's face it, when it comes to dishing out beatings to females on the roster, you've done a fair bit of that. Well, they're very lucky I'm not in that chamber match, but I have been in a chamber match before, and it is quite brutal on the body. And uh, and I actually give them all the credit because I know they're going to go on there and put in a great show. But uh, it's you know they got they better be careful because those chains are not nice and falling off the pod and going through a pod like I did isn't the easiest. <laughs> now the match with Rhea Ripley is a big one and you've had some great matches since returning. When you took some time away from WWE was that a time to sort of reflect and did you want to come back you know better than ever and sort of take it to the next level because it feels like you have this is a massive match we're so close to Wrestlemania as well. Yeah I mean I when I had the time off it, it's always good to sit back and reflect you know once you get out you're able to see things in a clearer way and um, I was I was able to go sit back get back back to me and um, get my body right and get my joints feeling nice and and get back into training so I've been feeling really good and I appreciate the compliments. We talk about WrestleMania and WrestleMania moments. You've already had a WrestleMania moment when you won the yeah. Raw Women's title. That must have been... Like, what was that as a, as a moment? Because pro wrestlers and sports entertainment, that's the moment that everyone dreams about. And especially with someone like Alexa Bliss that I know is also a very good superstar too and you're yes. great friends as well. Like, how was that 
that moment in a, in a vacuum? I mean, you're, it's like a daze when you're in the moment and then um, you're, ha- you're out there and the crowd is going wild. But winning that in front of, like, I had my brothers there and the whole crowd was going nuts and actually at one point they liked me <laughs> um, but it's a cool moment and I and you know I think that like it's the it's one of the pinnacles of my career well as an Australian since yes. you are Australian born I can wish you good luck tomorrow oh, and hopefully you. you'll be able to have another Wrestlemania moment uh, with the women's title I appreciate that so much <laughs> good luck thank you I am a massive fan of NXT I've been watching since the black and gold days back in the day and we spoke to one of the latest graduates that's going to make a huge splash on the Smackdown scene Tiffany Stratton We're here with former NXT Women's Champion Tiffany Stratton, now a new member of the SmackDown roster. It is Tiffy time, and Tiffany, thanks for joining us. First off, uh, how's the experience been on SmackDown so far? It's been amazing. Um, Everything has just kind of happened so fast, but I'm just kind of like trying to take everything in, being the moment, so I'm super excited for everything coming up. It's pretty crazy the rise that you've had, you know, as a WWE superstar, because you, you've had less than five years experience here. 2021 was your uh, your debut match. And then you had absolute bangers in NXT with like Roxanne Perez, Fallon Henley, and of course, Becky Lynch. Probably mm-hmm. one of the goats if we talk mm-hmm. about that. Like, what was that like for you? Um, wrestling or NXT in general? Yeah. yeah. Um, NXT, I debuted in 2021, like you said, and... I honestly, I only had like eight weeks of experience of just wrestling in general. I was just thrown on TV so quick. So everything just happened so fast. Like I was wrestling on TV. Next thing you know, I have the title. Next thing you know, I'm in a program with Becky Lynch. So everything just happened so fast. Um, but I always tried to stay in the moment. But NXT was amazing. Oh, pretty cool. And now that you are on SmackDown, like what's that sort of been? Because obviously NXT... Even though it's a third brand, it's still you know a place where people find their feet. Whereas SmackDown seems like, wow, I'm, I'm I better yeah. start swimming or I'm going to start drowning. Yep. So honestly, like, I truly feel like I belong on Raw or SmackDown. I I think NXT I I stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, and I, I really truly think I belong in SmackDown. And even with your matches so far on SmackDown, it was a really interesting crowd response, I thought, because it felt like even the fans who may not have known you, every time you were hitting a big move or one of your signature moves, there was a, like a gasp and I'm like, oh yeah, my yeah. God, I can't believe she did that. Is that cool to know, like, okay, you think you know me, you don't, like, wait till you see what I can pull off? Yeah, um, I always love proving people wrong. Um, I feel like I get judged a lot just because of the way that I look. Um, or the way that I talk, or my character. Um, so I love, like, you know, hitting, like, my Alabama slam, or my moonsault, or my back has ring elbow, and people just, like, reacting to that. And I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was one of the cool things. Um, there was one of the NXT Premium Live events where you defended your title against Thea Hale. And it was a really... It was, it was one of those moments where, because you were two young female superstars in... And it was the real next generation Mm -hmm. of uh, superstars too because we all know about like the history that Becky Lynch has had and that they've Mm -hmm. gone through the Indies you've had a much different path you know former gymnast and done all of that so you it was a moment where it's like well let's see what these girls can do and you actually nailed it out of the park oh thank you so did you feel the added pressure that like oh there's all these people going to watch us and judge us Oh yeah, I feel like I immediately got judged just because I didn't come from a wrestling background. Um, but like I said, I love proving people wrong. Um, I love you know trying to make a name for myself and it going well. And yeah, it's been honestly like so surreal. Everything has just happened so fast. 
How competitive is the environment when you first got signed, you know, you go through the tryouts, you go through the mm -hmm. NXT system, there's a bunch of people all doing it at once. What's that like? Is there some camaraderie or is it like we're all battling for the same spot really? Um, I would say like people, we're all battling for the same spot, you know, like I would say it's very competitive, but in a very healthy way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were, uh, uh, you did gymnastics uh, for a good chunk of uh, your, your everyday life and I know it, it's quite a consuming sort of beast and it's something that your parents would have had to make a lot of sacrifices. Mm -hmm. You would have had to make a lot of sacrifices. How did you feel that that has helped you with your new role as a wrestler? Because there's a lot of body conditioning right. in gymnastics. It's not just flippy stuff. It's not this mm -hmm. and that. You've, it's very hard on things like joints and stuff like that. It's very prone to injury as mm -hmm. well. Did you find that the lessons that you had as a gymnast translated to WWE or did you have to unlearn some instincts that you might have had as a gymnast to become a pro wrestler? I've always said this. Uh, when I have a baby, um, I'm going to put them in gymnastics just because it taught me so much not just about like my body and like body control but just about life and like showing up and being dedicated and having grit and having to fight through like mental things physical things I, I think like I really have a leg up just because of my gymnastics career and like how far I went in gymnastics um, and it's helped me so much with wrestling. I feel like that's the reason why I caught on so quickly to wrestling is because of gymnastics. One last one before we let you go. Um, now that you're a WWE superstar on SmackDown every week, I don't know if you know, but you've actually got a Mattel figure in stores at the moment. What's it like oh. when you go into Walmart and see like a Tiffany Stratton figure on the shelves? I actually haven't been able to like go into the store and, and find my doll. So I think it's so cool. It's so surreal. I've never, I never thought I would one day have my own action figure. So it's, it's amazing. It'd be pretty awesome to. Do. I, I mean, growing up, especially as a wrestling fan, you know, that's the sort of stuff that we only have to sort of link up with. But now, in like 2K24, you're in video games or in action figures. It seems pretty surreal. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> well, good luck um, tomorrow night at Chamber, Thank and uh, thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. We have waited long enough without talking about Rhea Ripley, and she was good enough to chat to us, and we covered a fair bit, so let's just get straight to it. It's Simon and Ims, and we're standing with the WWE Women's World Champion, Australia's very own Rhea Ripley. Rhea, <laughs> how's it going? Oh, it's going great. I was just out there with... Uh, Australia, and uh, they sound loud and rowdy, so I'm, I'm pumped, man, I'm pumped. What is it like when you walk down the streets? We were in Forest Chase, just uh, going to the pub for, for lunch, and there are spanners and stuff with your face all over it. It's pretty crazy. It's absolutely insane. I actually, I haven't walked the streets yet, because I've been doing media this <laughs> entire time, but it's, it's wild. Even just driving to like the media events, just seeing my face plastered all over the place, like the flags is like, mommy and someone. Someone, someone, mommy and someone, 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 mommy, mommy. I'm like, why is there two of me there? Like, it's just, my face is everywhere. You can't escape me. You really can't escape me. Doesn't <laughs> seem like you can escape us either because uh, we seem to be following you around. We are not, trust me, I could tell you that. But, it's all right, uh, you wouldn't be the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> but today when we had the little kickoff event, were you, I mean, it was a sweltering hot day, but mm -hmm. the fans, the WWE uh, universe just turned up through and through like, what, if that's an indication of a kickoff show, oh. what do you reckon tomorrow night's going to be like? That was just a little taste. <laughs> that was a little taste. And yeah, it, you said it. It was <laughs> blazing. It was hot. It, I just stood on stage in, in the shade and I was sweating instantly. <laughs> so for it to be that hot, and I know it's going to be miserable in, in, the, in the pit, but um, to have them still be so loud and rowdy, it was absolutely insanity. So tomorrow at Elimination Chamber, I... I have my highest of hopes. 
I really do. And I know Australia is going to come through and they're going to be absolutely incredible the whole night. So I am excited to walk out there in front of everyone. It's going to be sick. It's going to be crazy. Now, Rhea, something I've wanted to, to talk to you about for a really long time. Back home in Melbourne, I host a heavy metal show called TNT. <laughs> We're huge fans of you. We know you're a big metal head. <laughs> and what we normally do when we've got a guest for the first time, we like mm -hmm. to do three rounds. And we go three rounds with the women's chant. Ooh, so, okay. round one, we want to pick from you the fan that first got you into heavy music. It was actually Papa Roach. Papa Roach. <laughs> and it's from WWE. Yeah, oh, the Raw theme yeah. song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be loved, great song. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Papa Roach, great pick. So round two, the one band you couldn't live without. If I said to you, you can only listen to one band for the rest of your life, who would that be? Easy, easy. Motionless and white. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, my, they're my dudes. Yep. I absolutely love them. They sing my theme song. They're the theme song for Elimination Chamber. Um, I listen to them every single day. Car yeah. rides, gym. Shower, everything. <laughs> and really, they're the three picks, aren't they? If it works in the shower, in the gym, and in the car, yep. it's a good band. <laughs> yeah, then you're doing something right, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> what strings did you pull to get them to do your theme song and the theme song for this event that you're on the poster for? <laughs> it's actually funny, because um, when I was younger, I idolised Chris Motionless. Like, I really do. I, I, I love that man. He's, he's so sweet. So I somehow slowly morphed into him. <laughs> And I became like the female version of him. Uh, we looked like twins at one point and it was a little bit scary, but absolutely amazing at the same time. So um, fans just started tagging us and stuff together because they knew that I loved them. And it sort of just got the ball rolling and it got me in contact with Chris. And he ended up being a fan of the Judgment Day too. Uh, so both like our loves for each other just sort of like grew and now we're like both fans of each other. So um, I just, I messaged him one day when I, I first joined the Judgment Day and um, I was like, hey, if I could get my song changed and get a new one for this new Rhea Ripley, would you be down to sing it? And he was so for it. He was like, absolutely. If you can get the ball rolling, like, here's my agent, please like forward this to the music people. And um, I did. And Neil being our music guy, he he contacted them and he got the ball rolling. He also knows how much I love them. So he helped me with that. And then for the PLE, Neil again, he, uh, he told Triple H, since this is pretty much uh, Rhea Ripley's PLE, uh, my face is everywhere, like we said. <laughs> um, he said that it'd be fitting if I had my favorite band as their theme song too. So that's where that came from. That's so sick. And then yeah. finally, round three, we want to pick from you an underrated band, a band that Rhea Ripley thinks more people should listen to. Oh, I prevail. I prevail. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, they're pretty dope. <laughs> Great yeah. pick. It seems like they're building up momentum, and that's a good pick. We're yeah. going to get those on for you. Hell yes. <laughs> well, we will. Before we let you go, we do, obviously it is going to be a massive event to the road to WrestleMania right here in Australia. It is pretty crazy. But the one thing I do want to ask is beyond WrestleMania, mm -hmm. we've got an entire calendar year that we've got to come up where you're going to be in France for Backlash. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in Berlin. Like, what, what do you think about a huge international expansion of the WWE and PLEs going to different countries? Like, we, we've said this before, we never thought this would happen. There's a whole bunch of French fans that are probably like, wow, we never knew it was a PLE going to come here. Like, it's yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. And I think that it was really, really needed because if we just stick to the US, they get spoiled and they start to not react to the, the show that they're watching because they get to watch so many shows live. So I feel like to go to the different countries, 
it's just giving them that little bit, that little taste, and they're all so pumped up for it because they don't get us there very often, especially yeah. for the PLEs. They might get like a little show where it's like a house show, but that's about it. So um, I think that it's really, really important. Uh, we're just expanding at this point. And to watch WWE grow as a business is fantastic. To be a part of that is fantastic. And also for the people in the US that like to complain, I, I've, I've heard a lot of complaints about the PLE being in Australia and you guys having to wake up early. I just want to say, welcome to our lives. <laughs> we've had to do that for years. Australia, we have to wake up early. We have to get a day off work. We have to go to the pub and sit there and watch it. So this is your turn. <laughs> this is mommy's show. And mommy says, just sit down and enjoy it, okay? Ria, before we let you go, um, I, I noticed on Triple H's um, Twitter page, he was checking out some Aussie talent. You obviously have come up through the Aussie ranks. You mentioned your time at RCW, Wright City Wrestling in yep. Adelaide. Do you reckon, like, if, if we were going to do, you mentioned bands to watch, mm -hmm. do you know if any wrestlers that, you know, you might want to keep your eye on because they're going to be the next big thing and take over the world? Yeah, yeah, I got a female and two males. Uh, Delta. Delta from Riot City Wrestling. She is pretty much me, <laughs> and I love it. Like, she is so herself and she brings that out and she's strong she's fit she doesn't fit the normal like female mold and i love that i love big strong women you know so it's, it's great to have her coming up and i think that she's going to do amazing things and then we got the parea <laughs> <laughs> my boys my family my judgment day before the judgment day um they're absolutely incredible talent they are so charismatic and just excited to learn and i really do hope that people start watching more of their stuff and they get a good look at from WWE because they deserve the world and they just want to learn and grow and succeed so you can watch all of those competitors on MCW just a quick plug. yes <laughs> Melbourne City Wrestling Riot City Wrestling get amongst it absolutely and tomorrow it's the Elimination Chamber Rhea Ripley best of luck thank you guys <laughs> appreciate it last but not least Simon and I caught up with Becky Lynch and I won't say anything because this chat was absolutely awesome have a listen but we are here with the one and only Becky Lynch, and I've always wanted to say this, but Becky, what's the crack? Oh, it's mighty. It's mighty. <laughs> That's how you answer that question, by the way. I ask a lot of people, uh, what's the crack? And they, they kind of get stumped. They're like, uh, sobriety? I don't know. You know? <laughs> I was actually told by a friend that, you know, you ask someone, what's the crack? And if it's good, it's just, it's good crack. And if it's bad, it's minus crack. So is that uh, correct? Minus crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something's... Minus crack, it's minus crack, yeah, yeah. I was also told that I need to try a chip sandwich as well, which is something else. So. Amazing. What, you have never tried a chip no, sandwich? No, I was I, I was looked at, like, I what was given this... I was have given, you had a Vegemite sandwich? I was given the same look that... Have you had uh, a Vegemite sandwich? Well, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't. have you? No, okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That stuff is disgusting. <laughs> I love yous. I love yous over here. That stuff. <laughs> What's um, in a chip sandwich? Chips. What kind of chips? Uh, like... like like, like crisps like out no, of a no, bag no, no, no. or like hot chips? No, no, no. Like fries? Yeah, fries. Or we call them chips. We call them chips. 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 Okay, yeah, got yeah, you, got you. Chips. Real chips. Yeah, real chips. Okay. Yeah, potatoes. Okay. Potatoes on bread. Okay, that like, makes sense. Come on. Any sauce? Condiments? Well, you can if you want. You can do a little, like, I think some people will put a little gravy on it, but no, you got to stick to the basics, you know, keep it simple. Bread, chips. Bread, chips. Okay. I feel like we've more gone bread. <laughs> more bread than chips. I feel like we've gone off track a little bit. So I should ask about Luffy, a little bit. I feel very <laughs> off track. This is my forte. You know, people know me for for wrestling, you know, and, and being the best at that, but really I am a potato and bread connoisseur. So 
Anything else you would like to ask me about, about chips or bread? Well, I grew up in a fish and chip shop. Oh, really? Wow. Who, who makes better fish and chips? The, the British, the Irish, or the, the Australians? Irish. Yeah? The Irish. Okay, I figured you would say yeah, that. Yeah, hands down. Hands I would have. We won't fight oh, about man, it. I miss a chipper. Yeah? I miss a chipper, yeah. Okay. WA actually has some really good, good fish and chip shops here. Really? It's right on the water, yeah. Where you should, should I go? Uh, that's a good question because we're from Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably should have thought that one through with a bit of local knowledge before I started uh, spruiking up their fish and chip shop. So Send I apologize for that. Send your recommendations to the man. <laughs> but let's talk about Elimination Chamber. A very tough okay. match. This I know. We kind of have to. But hey, we are looking forward to it so much and this is the first time you're actually in the chamber you've done literally everything else including main event wrestlemania and this is the first time you stepped in the chamber yes it's crazy it is crazy why, why is it taking you so long well so i was too busy eating chip sandwiches um, <laughs> and winning and winning <laughs> winning at life um so it's taken me so long because i have been in the wonderful position of always having other of always holding some sort of championship mm -hmm. when it came to WrestleMania time or having won the Royal Rumble to go towards um, WrestleMania. So my path to WrestleMania has been clear. This is the first time in many years that my path to WrestleMania has not been clear. Well, it, and I, it all hangs in the balance of tomorrow night. What happens here? It, it, it does sound strange to think of a WrestleMania without uh, big time Bex there, but it's, I don't want to put that out into the ether there because, you know, I'm all Nobody about... Nobody does. I'm all about... Nobody wants that. <laughs> don't we not? I'm all about the good vibes, and I'm also a bit stumped because I'm trying to think about fish and chips, and you've got me on chips now, so... <laughs> Are you hungry too? I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving. I don't know what time of the day it is, but now we're talking about chips, and I love, I love potatoes, you know? <laughs> Can, can we, let's change tracks to something else that I think we both love, and that's music. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about bread now. Right, but okay, we'll, go we'll on. get to bread later. Yep. Right. Last time we had a chat, it was at WrestleMania in New Orleans, and you were telling us that uh, your soundtrack to get pumped up is a bit of Rise Against and a bit of Pearl Jam. Yeah. But now that you and Seth have the baby in the mix, we know he's an old school like metalcore guy. Yeah. Is the soundtrack still the same at home, or, or oh my gosh, has it changed? It's, well, it's hard to bring this up. She just loves. She loves your welcome, you know? Yeah. She loves she loves the old Disney soundtracks. <laughs> she loves the Moana soundtracks. She she's real into her princess stage, you know? So she's real into like Elsa and Anna. So she'd be going around twirling with the let it go and all that stuff. And um, but like on her own. Well, I'm not jamming. I'm not jamming to let it go. Yeah, okay. Not gonna get you pumped no, up for no, the chamber. No, 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 no. What's on the chamber playlist then? You're welcome. No, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm really into uh, the Wonder Years right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly band, mm -hmm. Philly band, great band, amazing. Just saw them live not too long ago, and uh, just incredible, just incredible. Um, and so yeah, they, I've been I've been listening to them nonstop on repeat. Okay, bit of an omen too. They're a Philly band. WrestleMania's in Philly. Yep. Do you think that'll give you some luck? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I think they might be. There might be a performance there from them at. at no, well, I, I think they. I don't. I don't want to give away too much. Do we say it's a kind of exclusive or not really? No, no, no. no. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't know what I can give away. <laughs> no. uh, in fact, just let's. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. I'll anyway, Wonder Years, great. I'll throw it back to wrestling for a little bit because last year you had a great run in NXT. I'm a huge NXT fan. I've loved it since. NXT's big here, right? It's mega. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's mega. Absolutely huge. It's uh, it's. Yeah, it's it's superb. But um, 
Your run back in NXT, the second sort of chapter, just belted out banger after banger after banger. Was that your intention to, to try and go down there and maybe, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats sort of thing? Or were you just shocked at how good it was since you left? Um, the first one. So, so, when I came into NXT, I was told that women can't punch and that women can't do this, women can't do that. I was at one stage told to move like a girl and as a girl that was moving, I found that utterly confusing <laughs> and times are different. But the thing about when we came up, and I'm, I'm talking about myself, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, we didn't have anybody who had main event experience, who had been to, to the main event of WrestleMania, who had main evented pay-per-views, Raws, all of that stuff. We didn't have women that were constantly getting a lot of promo time or getting a lot of match time. Now we have that. And so I feel it is my duty and my obligation to, to show the, 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 the women coming up um, what it's like. Because all of the men, you know, uh, like Cena and Cena got to work with, with the caliber above him. And, and then the generation after that got to work with the Cenas and learn from them. And so people were constantly learning how to be main eventers and how to be, um, how to handle yourself in those situations. And now we're kind of the first generation that get to yep. impart that to the the other generation and so um, it was my pleasure to be able to do that. It's pretty cool because now you do mention that next generation like you have girls like uh, Tegan Knox is an absolute superstar on the Raw roster right now, Indy Hartwell she's also on a big rise and mixing up with veterans like yourself Natalia and there's a real under, like a, another tier below that just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up where there's no shortage now. No, no and so so that's what happens right like as life progresses, we're always improving, you know? So, so the people coming up, they're always going to, to, to be learning from our mistakes and from our achievements, and that's what's happening. It's great. It's great. I love it because it puts me on my, on my best game too, you know, because you see what's coming and you don't want to be a step behind. And so I feel like right now, not that I feel like, I know I'm the best that I've ever been, and I think a lot of that has to do with the competition that I'm having. Well, I can see that we've been told to wind up, probably because we've been talking about wasting your time talking about chips. So, uh, was that a waste of time? <laughs> My not. time was not wasted. <laughs> but I enjoyed that time. <laughs> all the best for tomorrow, and I uh, hope you put in a grand performance. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you to the WWE for letting us have access to all of those superstars. And if you head to our Instagram page, you can check out some of the videos of our chats as well. But that wraps up our Elimination Chamber special. Simon and I will be back with a new episode of Reliving the War. 1999 is in the books. You can check out all the archive of every WCW and WWF event that we've covered from 1996 onwards. You can do that at our website, greywolfentertainment.net. But keep your eyes on our socials, greywolfent on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for any new episodes. And we'll catch you next time here at Grey Wolf Wrestling. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.